0: Welcome to another episode of The Best Season is Now with your host, me, Mike Buck. Appreciate everybody for joining in for another episode. And what we're going over here is what we do now in February and March to help make a difference for this upcoming season to allow you to be more successful. Uh, This is going to be more geared toward honing in on... Uh, an older age class buck. We're going to have a two part next week. will be more of uh, just a basic overview of how to just get in on deer. But this one is going to be more specific towards trying to hone in on a certain age class deer, a mature buck. That uh, hopefully, with some of these things, if we do these things now, it sets you up to be in a better spot come that prime time this upcoming season for 2024. So, We're going to jump right into it and uh, obviously one of the first things to do to know what deer made it, you're running cameras, you know the postseason's here, everybody's down. So the deer you're getting pictures of or the sheds that you're finding are going to tell you what deer made it. So you're building your target list for next year based upon what deer you know you you have in your area to go chase. So first and foremost is knowing what it is you're going after. Uh, Me personally, my goal is an age class, uh, not as much as what the headgear is. Uh, my goal is to try to get something in that four and a half year old or older. And like I mentioned, I, I, I'm not as concerned with what's on his on the top of his head. I mean, obviously, I love a, you know, love to kill 150, 160, 170 inch buck. That's that age class. But my main goal is just reaching and getting in close enough to a deer to be able to close the deal on something that's four and a half or older. So that's what this is going to be geared towards more so. And then, like I say, next week, we're going to touch base on how to just be more successful overall with what you pick up this year. So right now, one of the things that I think is the most beneficial getting into the woods is, you know, low foliage count, low stick counts. Everything is easy to see right now. So you're going to be able to note the sign a whole lot easier now with, you know, no green up. Another couple of weeks, because up comes, it's a lot harder to, to pick that sign. So, if you don't have any snow on the ground, you know you can walk, you can see where the community scrapes are, you can see where all the rubs are, and while that may not be where they are come early season, when a lot of guys with their vacations they cater around the rut, and a lot of guys spend a lot of their time in the woods during the rut, so. Take note to that type of sign now when you're out there, if you're shed hunting or if you're simply just out there scouting to set yourself up for next year. Take the time now to note all that stuff, put all that together, and make sure you're using a map app where you can note where the scrape lines are, you can find where the rub lines are, and you can put that all together from a big picture view after you get home and you you kind of back out and, and decompress and take in all that you put together to formulate a plan for the upcoming season. So noting where you're finding that type of rut sign is, is definitely key for this time of the year. And if you can get out during a snow or just after a snow, a fresh snow, and get in on where you're getting fresh beds so you, you'll know where they're going to be. While it is late season, this is likely where they're going to be once pressure hits. So it's post-hunting season. While it's, it's, it's short-lived for the season to be over, they are still in a lot of places where they're going to be come getting pressure, and then as well as bedding a little bit closer to food sources this time of the year. So getting out after a fresh snow, we were uh, fortunate enough here, I had a, a snow just two days ago here, it was like two inches, so it was enough where it wasn't killing you to get out there and walk, but it was great to get out there and get fresh signs. It snowed overnight, it didn't start like 11 o'clock, so the morning it was all fresh, so I could see what happened and what transpired from you know, eleven twelve o'clock last night, and I got there a little after eight, and was able to get through the woods and see where the fresh sign was. Trout, you know, follow some trails backwards, you know, backtrack a couple of them to find out where they were betting, and uh, it was it was great because I got to learn a couple new areas where I thought they were betting, but I wasn't hundred percent sure. Now I am hundred percent sure that that's where they're betting, and based upon the wind directions, these certain places that I found a couple of oxbows on a small creek that's there. It sets up for them to be able to bid in these places, no matter what, almost no matter what direction the wind's blowing. So, take advantage of uh, some snowstorms where you can. Uh, Back to being, you know, low stem counts right now. Low foliage makes it a whole lot easier to to read trails and read the terrain as a whole. You can mark where your saddles are. You can see your funnels, your draws, and you can really get a good look at certain transition lines. You'll notice if you're watching where your scrapes and your such are, a lot of that is along a transition line, whether it's a hard timber into uh, a row of hollies or maybe some different types of lower growing foliage that you have there. Those transition lines between open woods and, and whatever else that transition lines is running up against is often a place where deer travel. So if you can note those things now when the, when the stem count's low and it's low foliage out there, it's just a whole lot easier to see that stuff visually. So looking around for those types of things and marking those things, maybe there's not a ton of trails there, but if you walk the edge of them and turn tracks on and kind of just note or just draw that on your, on your app or whatever you're using or just mentally note it or note it in your notebook where you know where these transition lines are, take a, take that down and then follow back with that come season and look and see what you see in those areas. So you can then, you know, Use that to your advantage to know that that's where they're going to be likely traveling along those transition lines. So looking for those distinct those distinct changes in the woods is a lot easier to see now. So a lot of times you're going to find it where once a green-up comes, it's not as easy to see that hard transition line. So noting them now will get you where you need to be come green-up. And green-up happens pretty quick, uh, shed season runs into turkey season, and then once green up comes, it's uh, it's a different different looking timber for sure. It's a lot harder to pick up the trails on the ground as well. So noting what you can while you can now, taking advantage of the bare woods for sure. So, and if you're fortunate enough to have some wet areas where this time of the year with the snow melt off and the runoff, a lot of times it's easier to see where the high ground is as well. So note that now too, because come spring, when you're starting to get the showers and the rain and such like that, knowing where the high areas are where it's not going to hold water will give you a better opportunity to know if there's certain areas where deer are holding, if there's higher ground in certain areas, they're going to be forced to there. They're not going to lay in water. You know, they're not going to bed down in water. But if you've got a couple of high knobs and a couple places where it's just enough to keep it dry, it, it tends to be a great place that mature bucks, bigger bucks, older bucks Like a bed, I feel like I don't know if it gives them a sense of security it's not a marsh per se but it gets them into a place that you know with the wind direction they can have it to their back they can view another way and then they also have that added advantage of the sound when anything's walking in water it's just it's next to impossible to to be stealthy that way so I think it feels I think they feel it gives them an extra sense of security I have found a lot of a lot of big bucks beds and sheds as well to know that it was mature deer laying in these higher spots so take advantage and and note where these higher spots are now where snow melting off and a lot of water holding so if you can use that to your advantage note the high areas and it doesn't have to be a huge trend a huge difference just enough to stay dry for when the snow is melting off and the water is running off that'll be enough to tell you that it's going to be dry when you're getting those rain showers and rain or continuous rain day after day during that springtime and into september so that can be something that you can definitely use your advantage away as well. And then the other thing that I like to do with the snow, when you have that on the ground, or, or even if you don't, if you've got noticeable trails, uh, now's a great time. You know, you're in there, you're shed hunting, you're already in the area. Follow the trails as much as you can. Mark where the intersections are. Know where multiple trails come together. It's a lot easier to see this time of the year. So, again, just take advantage of that. And take down as much information as you can, good data in, get you good data out. So if you can do that and capitalize, it makes a huge difference later in the year on where to mark, where to set up, and then being able to know where you need to be. And if you find areas that you note that, okay, this is where I want to hunt, this is where I want to be. This time of the year is a great time of the year to to hang your stands if you're going to do hang-ons. If you're in a property where you can get your stands hung and leave them, Now's a great time to do it. Get up there. You know, if you can get somebody out there in the woods with you, get out there, clear your shooting lanes now before green up happens so you're not making a a huge change come the season. A lot of times I see, you know, seasons here start in September and a lot of stands are hung in August and they get out there and they're blowing up the woods. They're, they're creating a bunch of unwarranted and unnecessary pressure on a deer that it may be enough to change his habits. Whereas if you get in there now and hang these stands, even if they're going to be stands that are set up for the rut or or later season or or post-rut, pre-rut, whatever that time of the season that you feel like it's going to be the best to be in there. If you know that it's an area that you want to hunt and want to be in, now is the time to prep it. So get in there, get the lanes cleared out, mark your trees. And if you're going to do hanging hunts, uh, make sure you mark your trees. Don't, go in and just say okay this is a good area and look around and see a bunch of trees and say oh yeah okay i I can get in here it'll be easy to grab a tree it's not i've made that mistake on more than one occasion where you know there's a ton of trees that i knew would be no problem getting a saddle into but you get in there in the dark and it becomes a whole different game you know you, you you're looking and you're you pick a tree and it may not be the right tree or you get up in there and you find that you don't have the lanes that you thought you had or hoped you had or wished you had. So getting out there now, taking a couple of sticks with you, getting up to the height that you want to hunt, and making sure that what you what you envision it being is what you need it to be. Because that you know, choosing the wrong tree on a on a go in and hang and hunt in an area that you know you wanna be, but you didn't take that couple extra minutes to to actually mark a tree and be sure that this is the tree I wanna be in can cost you Dearly, it, it can end up costing you a shot at a deer for sure. It's it, it's unfortunate I've had that happen where you know you pick the wrong tree, and I was just five yards off, and the lane that they were on the, that they came down there just wasn't a shot. There was Too much foliage, too much stuff between me and where I needed to be. But if I had picked the tree that was you know only five yards difference where I could get another two feet higher, I would have been able to make that shot, and it would have been a chip shot. You know, it wasn't that they were too far away; it was just there was too much between me and the deer. So. Taking that extra couple minutes to, to really pick a tree, whether you mark it with tax, whether you mark it on your app, whatever it is that you do, just take that couple extra minutes while you're in there and you find a spot that you deem an area that I'm going to come back here and hunt this, find the tree, mark the tree, or hang your set. Get up there, make sure you got the lanes you need to have, and doing all that now is great. Because as I said, going back into an area and dark, it just it just doesn't work. And uh, if you're You know, you're going to be a saddle hunter or or you're going to do hanging hunts, whether it's a hang on a saddle, whatever your choice may be, getting up to the height that you want to get to, you don't have to actually set the sand, but just knowing how high you climb, getting up to that height with a couple of sticks and just making sure that your view of the trails that you feel as though are going to be your best opportunity, make sure you have your shots to those places. And that can make a huge difference when it comes time to, to actually get that opportunity because you don't get a ton of them. And to be able to capitalize on each and every one you get is definitely paramount to be successful. And then, you know, as I said, waiting till August, I I got a ton of buddies that do it. And some of them are successful. Some of them aren't. They they wait until, you know, the very last, some of them the very last weekend and go in and hang three or four sets. They're not as successful as as other people that I know that, that put in the work now to be able to be ready for later. I think it's great to know that if you have an area where you want to keep pressure out of, and you know, there's going to be deer in there, come the rut, knowing that you already have your stand hung. It's, it's, I mean, for me anyway, cause I, I, I geek out on that. and It's easy to know that, okay, I have a stand hung here and I have a stand hung here regardless of the wind. So if the opportunity comes and I feel like, all right, that's the place I need to go. I know exactly where I'm going and what I'm doing. I either know exactly what tree I'm getting into exactly how high I'm climbing in that tree, or I already have a set home there. So it's definitely a game changer when you do that and you find what ways to set up to be more successful. And the more you do that, a lot of areas replicate in different spots. You know, you have a funnel here, you have a funnel there, you have a draw here, you have a pinch point here. All of that all translates to be relatively the same. And the better you get at setting them up, And fine tuning how and where you want to be, the better you're going to get at doing it. Just simply by doing it. A lot of times in the in the postseason, you know, I'll look at my stand setups and be like, okay, well, you know, I hunted in this tree or I have this set up here. My opportunities, I had the most deer come through here and here. So what do I need to do to adapt, change to make sure that you know next season I'm not going to miss any opportunities if a deer comes here or there. And then the other thing that I think is a huge game changer is if you do go in and, and you don't mark your tree and you get in the spot, you grab your tree, you climb, and you see deer and they're not where you expect them to be or they're just out of range or whatever, don't be scared to get down and move and reset right there, right then and there. The, the, there's been a couple times where I've had deer come through and I knew I choose the wrong tree. I, I, I got in there. It was dark. I didn't go in and mark or I went into an area that I wasn't hundred percent sure that that's where I was going to be, grabbed a tree, got up in it, come daylight. And I see the deer come through and they, they come down a trail that I, kn- I just felt like other deer are going to travel that trail just because of the way things set up. The first deer were just, just out of range. So it was like, you know what? I'm not going to wait. It, you know, it's just after daylight, first group transitioning in from the food, hop down, reset, readjust, get back up and ended up being successful. So, I'm not going to say that happens all the time, but don't ever be in a situation where you're sitting in a stand, second guessing or wishing you were somewhere else, wishing you would have chosen a different tree. Just get down and change. I mean, The worst that's going to happen in a couple of minutes, it takes you to do all that. And I got camera gear set up every time, so it takes me a little bit longer, but it's worth the time put in to just slip down, move, get to where you're feeling more confident, and then get yourself set back up again. I think that uh, being confident in your setup, is huge. Whereas if you're second guessing yourself, you, you tend to not be, at least for myself, I tend not to be as attentive or alert in the tree. I'm always wishing that I was over there because if you're going to be over here. But if I'm confident in my setup, then I'm not second guessing myself. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm more where I need to be, tuned into the situation, and I don't feel like I miss anything at that point. And then the other thing that I think this time of the year is great to do is getting other people involved, whether it's kids or new hunters or less experienced hunters or just other buddies that hunt with you. The, getting people out this time of the year, I think, while it's, it can be cold, but you're always moving, so it's not horrible. You know, Even if it is cold out, you're not, it's not too bad where you dress well enough and you're walking and you're constantly moving where anybody's getting super cold. And right now, this time of the year, I think it's much easier to point out sign and teach people how to read sign because it's just so much more visible. It jumps out at you this time of the year. Uh, you know, get some kids or get anybody in the woods that's not as experienced as, as a as somebody who's been doing it for years. Those rubs, they still pop out. And the scrapes, you know, the ones that were fresh from this past rut, they're all there to be seen and they're very easy to see. So it's a lot easier to be able to educate people on what they're looking at, what they're looking for. And I think in doing so, it gives them a keener eye when it comes time for the fresh ones to be there. They know exactly what they're looking for and they know what they're seeing. So if you're able to get somebody out there and, you know, let them get out there and move around and, you know, you have a lot less fear of, you know, blowing out your area or spooking any deer because you have the entire off season for them to do what they're going to do and likely come summertime, or early season, they're not gonna be where they are now anyway. So it's a great time to get people out in the woods. You don't have to worry about how loud they're being, how many sticks they're snapping, how many rocks they're throwing when they're kids. So, you know, it's a it's a great time to get out and just enjoy what what's out there to be had and use it as a as a learning opportunity and a teaching opportunity as well to be able to educate those that, that wanna learn. It's uh it's I know I'm very fortunate my son, he's uh he's definitely got the bug and he's always wanting to take his friends out and this is a time of year to do it I, I i've had some kids that they get out they've never been in the woods before and they, they find a shed and they're they love that and you know now we're looking at you know you can see all the squirrel nest all over the place because there's no leaves on the ground so my son he's he's seeing all them so that's where we want to come back and do some spring squirrel hunting or early season squirrel hunting when that kicks off we're seeing turkey sign there's feathers all over the place they're pretty easy today or we can see turkeys from far away. So we're we're noting where they are. Come turkey season, you know, we'll be back in there scouting that again. So getting people out and getting them introduced, I think now is a great time to do it. Anytime's a great time to do it, I believe, but this time I feel like they can see a lot more and learn a lot more just because it's easier to see. And you know, you're not you're not out there ripping through thorns and briars and again, you're not really worried about or concerned with how much noise they're making and how many deer they're spooking because it's not going to impact tomorrow's hunt. There is no hunt tomorrow. You know we're not we're we're out of the woods for a couple months. So use that to your advantage. And anytime you can, you can introduce somebody new to the sport. It's always a great thing to do. So any opportunity and every opportunity we have to do that, we definitely want to do that. So I hope that uh, some of these some of these little things are something you can use and and put into action to help you be more successful. For next season by putting in the work now I do believe that as, as it goes for me it, it really doesn't never stop them but constantly in the woods doing something setting up to be set up for next year so if you don't have a lot of opportunity come September because I know with uh with having kids and sports and things like that there's a lot going on so sometimes it's hard to get away and I believe that you can gain more from putting time in now than then you, you do all your work now and everything's set and ready to roll. Come that time when it's go time, all you got to do is just get out there and get up in the set that you have or get up in the tree you have marked and just hunt. So I hope that uh, you're able to get out this time of the year and take advantage of what I believe it has to offer to set yourself up to be successful. Come time to get out there and, and close a deal on the mature deer that you're trying to get on. And as always, if anybody is able to get out and find some sheds this time of the year and or get out and see some new terrain that you maybe you weren't able to recognize or see before share what you find take pictures and uh, share with us on any of our social media platforms you can find us on network, at network outdoors across all the network across all the social media and we would love to be able to share with what you're doing and see your success as a result of you know some of the things that we either share or Some of the things that you share and other members can also take advantage of that. So, again, we want to say thanks for joining in to another episode. We appreciate your time spent listening, and we hope that you're able to gain from it and be safe. And if you're out, make sure you harness up. God bless.